0: Well, two weeks ago, we started this series called Let's Do Awesome, and our goal throughout this series is to investigate and, and discover the way that we can approach life and, and approach our relationships and different things that we do with both the ability and the desire to be able to say, let's do awesome. That throughout our life, we would be able to look at what we do and say, I've got an awesome life because I have pursued it by saying, let's do awesome. Now, you might be here this morning, and rather than saying you want to have an awesome life, you might be tempted to say, uh, I want to have a hip and groovy life. That's what, that's what the kids used to say, right? Or, or maybe, you were, maybe you would say, you know what, I don't want an awesome life. I want a slapping and dope life, which is what I hear the kids say now. Um, or I don't have a clue what I'm talking about. So whether you want a hip or groovy or slapping or dope life, essentially it all comes back to We want an awesome life, right? That we, we all agree. Awesome. We get awesome. And we might use different words to describe what we want our life to be like. But, but in the end, I think we would all agree. We want our lives to be awesome. We want to be able to say, let's go do awesome. Because in order to be able to have an awesome life, you have to choose first to do awesome, which means you kind of have to say to yourself, let's go do awesome. I'm so glad you're here this morning. Uh, If you've been watching Facebook or heard our announcements that we're doing Pack the House, uh, thanks for choosing to be here. If you just stumbled in this morning, uh, thanks for stumbling and um, being a part of it. We want to tell you about some exciting things that God is doing uh, through our church and what God wants to do through our church as we move into this fall and as we move forward. Um, Because we're convinced that as a church, God has called us as a church to say, let's do awesome. Let's begin to do some awesome things within our community, but but beginning to do awesome is not necessarily the truth, because we've been doing some awesome things for a while, I think. And, and just to show you that, last week, if you were here, we showed a video uh, talking about some of the things that we've been able to do and the ways that we've been able to help with some projects and then some improvements with our sister church down in El Salvador. Um, and so God has allowed us to do some great things down there, and we're going to talk about some more amazing things we're doing here in the fall, but... I don't want to just rush past this. And so I know some of you were here last week and you got to see it. Um, And if you're here again and you saw it last week, I don't apologize at all that you have to watch it again because it's incredible. Uh, But if you missed it last week, we want to make sure that you have an opportunity to celebrate and see what God is doing. So take a look at this video. That's awesome. Just throwing it out there in case you're not sure how to define awesome. But God has allowed us to be a part of doing some incredible things. Uh, Many of you in the church have responded when there's opportunities to contribute to be a part of that. Many of you responded when we said, hey, we're taking a group down there. Uh, We'll have more information about ways that you can get involved as we move forward. But uh, for right now, thank you. Thank you for for responding uh, when God prompted you to respond to that and for us to be able to be a part of doing that. So Thank you. Uh, Let's keep talking about what it looks like to continue to do awesome. And here's the deal. Jesus knew that you and I wanted to be awesome. He might have said it exactly like that, but he he gave us the secret to it. In the book of Matthew, which is about four-fifths of the way into your Bible, we come to the book of Matthew, and, and he gives us just a really short, simple step, a simple recipe for awesome. Verses are on your screen. They're in your message notes. Here's what Jesus said in Matthew. He said this, The greatest among you must be a servant. Now, if you've been here over the last couple of weeks, I think you know where I'm going with this. And if you haven't been here over the last couple of weeks, um, you're just going to have to roll with me here for just a little bit and kind of go with it. But here's what we understand. When, when it talks about this idea of the greatest, Jesus is talking about something a little bit different than the greatest. Because Jesus didn't actually, he didn't actually use the word great here. That, for, and here's why I don't think great makes sense. If you walk up to somebody and you were to say, hey, how are you doing? And they say, great. You don't believe him, right? You're like, well, I don't, I don't, that doesn't sound. And so if I just told you we're going to do awesome and then we read this verse, you're like, well, you kind of under delivered. You told us we we're going to talk about awesome. And Jesus just said, greatest. Why, how, what, what? Well, here's the deal. When Jesus was speaking, he was actually speaking in the language. He was speaking in Greek. And so the word that he actually used wasn't great. He actually used a different word. What he said instead of great, he actually used the word magus. Now, the word magus means this. It means large, great, in the widest sense. So large or great in the widest sense. So I'm convinced that the biblical translators, they got close using great. But magus is great in the widest sense. So if it's great in the widest sense, great isn't enough. When I get my opportunity to translate the Bible... Which will never happen. But if I had an opportunity to translate the Bible, every time I came across the word magus, I would use the word awesome. Because it's more than just great. It's the greatest to the widest extent. Now, Jesus was being asked by some guys one time. They're like, hey, Jesus, tell us, what's the most important commandment? He said two. He said the first one is this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. He said this is the first and greatest commandment. Then he said, love your neighbor as yourself. This one's just as great as the first, except for he didn't say great. He didn't say great. He said, magus. He said, this is the magus commandment. He said, this is the most awesome commandment. So today, when we read this verse, don't read it as saying the greatest among you must serve. Read as it actually says is the magus will be the one that serves. The most awesome must be a servant. Because here's what we need to understand, here's what we need to realize, here's what's so essential, is that we have to make a commitment to the awesome commandments that we looked at last week, and the awesome commission, done with awesome compassion, which will grow an awesome church full of awesome followers of Jesus. So this morning I want to look specifically at what Jesus has just told us, about how we can be the most awesome, how we can be magus by the way that we serve others, and how then that begins to pour back into our lives, now, throughout history, there have been people that have, that have wanted to do things, that wanted to accomplish great things, and throughout our world or our culture or whatever, they made a commitment. They made a declaration. They said, here's what I want to be. Here's what I want to accomplish. And so for them in their life, they established a principle. They said, this is what I'm going to live by. This is what my life is going to look like. For example, Martin Luther King Jr., he had a principle that guided his life, and he referred to that as the principle of nonviolence. Then you have Henry David Thoreau, the poet that used to hang out by Walden Pond. You know what I'm talking about? He developed what he called the principle of civil disobedience, which actually ended up being a part of helping bring the end of slavery. There's Mother Teresa, who lived most of her life working with the poor and poor and troubled individuals that were living in Calcutta, India. She talked often about her principle of compassion. It guided her life. There was Winston Churchill, Churchill, who was famous for his quote of saying, never, never, never give up. He lived with the principle of persistence, which provided all kinds of hope in the United Kingdom during World War II. There's Vince Lombardi, an amazing football coach who won so many football games that they eventually named the Super Bowl trophy after him. The Lombardi trophy. He lived by the principle of winning. He one time said, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. <laughs> then, of course, there's the great historical figure, Spider-Man. <laughs> lived by the principle of, with great power comes great responsibility. He wrestled with it continually in his life, right? But that was, that was the principle that he lived by. And all of these individuals had a principle that they adopted, that they made a part of who they are. And if you and I are going to be able to say, let's do awesome then we're going to have to embrace the principle of being awesome. And this is the first time I've ever wished that we had like a reverb on my microphone. Because could you imagine if it was like, the principle of being awesome? I guess you don't have to imagine it. I just tried. And it wasn't very good. But when we look in the Bible, throughout the Bible, over and over again, we find this principle of being awesome. And Jesus never phrases it that way. We never actually, if you go in the back and you look, let's find awesome, you're never going to find it. But throughout Scripture, over and over again, we begin to see the principle of being awesome. And how it works and what it looks like in our lives. And the way that it functions and what we can do is as we begin to work in our lives and as we begin to make this a part of it, it becomes extremely clear what it looks like. As we begin to live this out. So here real quick. Let me give you the principle of being awesome. Here it is. Ready? Read it with me. When I dress like whole Hogan. Oh, stink. That was a part of my notes. Not supposed to make it in. Here's the real. But that would. Don't you think you would be awesome if you dressed like Hulk Hogan or Mr. T? Like, they were awesome. Okay, here's the real principle. The principle of being awesome is this. When I invest in others, God invests in me. Jesus gave, it the, gave us the secret to this. Right? He said, the greatest... The magus, the most awesome among you, must be a servant. That's the foundational principle of being awesome. If we want to be awesome, if we want to have a life that is described as awesome, it starts when you and I decide to serve. There's different verses throughout Scripture that that pour into this and speak to this, that, that when we decide to step into other people's lives, when we decide to invest in them, that God invests back in our lives. If you want to say it in a little bit more churchy way, we would say, when we bless others, God blesses us. And whether you want to say, when we invest in others, God invests in us. Or whether you want to say, when we bless others, God invests, bless, whatever bless, invest. I don't care which way you say it. It sounds awesome to me. <laughs> that essentially, God's going to bless my life, God's going to invest in my life, if all I do is decide to invest and bless others. So I want to challenge you today. I want you to begin to think, will I make the principle of being awesome a guiding part of my life? See, as a church, this is a part of who we are. This is what God is calling us to be. And in a few minutes, I'm going to tell you about some of the things that we're doing and some of the ways that we're going to be investing in others in our community. But before we do that, I just want us to look at five ways that you and I can invest in others and what it begins to look like. Because as a church, as we begin saying, we're going to do awesome, it's going to take all of us individually saying, okay, yeah, Let's do awesome. I want to live by the principle of being awesome. I can't just say that we're going to do it. We can't just as a church, we're not going to print up business cards that say this. But what if we did? We'd have to start living it. Mm -hmm. Each of us, it would have to become a principle that we use to guide our own lives, this idea of being awesome. So here's five ways it happens. The first way is that you and I can invest in other people is that we give our time. That's the most valuable resource that you have your time. Because time can't be stored, you can't put it away in the bank. You can't buy more of it. Time has a constant pace. It just keeps going. And when you and I choose to give our time, it's one of the most incredible ways that we can invest in other people. Another way that we can invest in other people is that you can share your talents. Each of us have skills. Each of us have abilities that are completely unique to you. That only you can choose to share. That only you you possess. And until you decide you're going to use those and invest in others nobody can make you do it. It's your talent that you get to decide, will I invest this in myself or will I look for ways to invest it in others? Another way that we can invest in others is that we can contribute our treasure. You could have $2 in your treasure. You could have $2,000. You have $2 million. It doesn't matter. It's your treasure. It's your resources. You get, you get to control your treasure. You get to determine where it goes and how it's spent. You decide what your treasure is going to be all about. And is it going to be all about you? Or is your treasure going to be used from time to time or often to invest in other people? And maybe you're like, well, I invest in my own kids all the time. That doesn't count. It just doesn't count. Ca- I mean, like, right? Like, we all get this kind of personal satisfaction when our kids do well. So, like, I'm investing in my kids. Okay, no, you're supposed to. You, br- you brought them into the world. You got to, Right. This is a matter of saying, you know what, I'm going to invest in other people. It doesn't do it. it just, I just want to see God do things in other people. Another way that we can invest is when we decide to speak words or encourage with my words. This is so critical. You and I can speak encouraging words that will change a person's day. We can also speak negative words that can destroy a person's life. Every single day, it takes encouraging words to build somebody up for that day. And one negative word can ruin them forever. It takes effort to encourage. It takes, us, it takes consideration to build up. It's so much easier to rip things down. But to give words that give courage and strength, you and I have the opportunity to speak words that encourage. And at the same time that we speak words that encourage, the last thing, the last way that you and I can invest is to tell our story. There are times when you and I have opportunity and we feel like we've got to defend the Bible or we feel like we've got to, Jesus said this and we feel like we've got to defend it. And and if we can do it, that's fantastic. But the most powerful news, the most powerful thing you've got is your story. Because it's what's happened in your life. It's what you've experienced. It's what God has done for you in the way that he's transformed you. You can't argue with it. It's your story. It's the reality of what you've gone through. It's the story that once I was this. And then I came into relationship with Jesus, and now I'm this. That's powerful. That's an amazing investment to share with other people what God has done in your life and where he's led you to. And it's an investment of your time, but it builds other people up as you say, this is what Jesus has done for me. And Jesus tells us, if you want to be awesome, it happens when we serve others, when we make the choice to invest And what's so incredible is that when you and I choose to invest in others, then God says, I will invest right back into you. And that's what begins to make life so awesome. But it's not passive. It's not just something like, well, I really hope it works out for me and God invests. Sometimes people show up for church and they're like, I'm going to go to church. So God blesses me. Eh. It's not just by luck. You don't just like step into it. You have basically Jesus is like, listen, you create awesome you do awesome and then god does awesome for you jesus confirms this he's like listen don't just stand around and wait if you want to be blessed he sometimes he will but he just laid it out for us he lays it out through scripture if you will bless others god will bless you there's another time jesus is talking about this idea of serving others and he says this he says now that you know these things god will bless you for sitting around and waiting nope Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. I wish he would have wrote for doing awesome. Here's the deal. We know. Now, you know, we're aware we should do these things. We should give our time. We should share our talents. We should contribute our treasures. We should encourage with our words. We should tell our story. As a church, we're going to do awesome. As individuals, let's do awesome. Awesome. So let's decide today, right now, as we move forward, as individuals, as Silver Creek, let's decide that we will begin living out the principle of being awesome. Now, as we move forward for the rest of the morning, I want to show you how this plays out in your life, what that looks like, what the principle of being awesome, how we do that. And as we go forward, what I want to share with you is how we're going to be doing that as a church. So if we're going to talk about the principle of being awesome there has to be way more excitement and energy in the room than there is right now. Okay? We're talking about being awesome. And you guys are like, oh, what time is the Seahawks? I canceled their game. You don't have to worry about it. No. So here's what we're going uh, we to do. We have to ramp up the atmosphere in a little bit in here. So what we're going to do is this. Um, these are amazing sta- Starbucks coffee mugs. I don't know. Like, they're Seahawks-y, which is amazing. Um, So we got those. What else do we... Oh, we have these gift cards. So we've got these things, which allows you to buy stuff to put in these things. Um, And we want to give these to some people. So that's pretty cool. Now, in the same way that you have to decide to do awesome, like it doesn't just happen. You don't just do awesome by accident. In the same way that you have to decide to do awesome, you have to decide if you want these. So if you want these, you have to do something. It's really tough. You have to stand up. If you want these, just all you have to do is stand up. It's Pretty... That's all... That's all you're committing to right now. You're just, I'm willing to stand. I would take those. I'm willing. Okay. All right. So that's good. Okay. Andy, do not pay people to sit down. Okay. Now here's the deal. If you really want these and you'd be willing to play a simple little game to win them, stay standing. If you, if you're like, Oh, I, I, I play, I'd play a little game. Okay. All right. Good deal. Now, if you really want to win these, and you'd be willing to compete for them on stage, the first four people that are up here get to do that. There's one. There's two. There's three. There's four. All right, all right come on up. Come on up. Come on up. All right. All right. Here we go. Are there eggs and bibs? No. 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 The only no. Nobody's going to get messy. Here's the way it's going to work. We actually did this at family camp, and it was awesome. So we're bringing it back because we just, it's so crazy. So here's what, I need all of your help. On the screen in just a second, you're going to see some words. I need you to read them with me. Here we go. Read the screen as the words show up. Here we go. Because it's time for Chorus Karaoke! All right, so the way this is going to work. You two are a team, and you two are a team. You guys get to go first. Words are going to be on this screen right here. You just sing them along. You guys are the judges, but you're not just judges. You get to play along. So if if you know these, you need to sing. They're going to do a song, and then you guys are going to do a song. So you're going to see what the competition does. Okay? So you guys ham it up, live it up. You guys, you're welcome to sit if you think that's possible. Or you could stand up. I would say stand up. This is... You're welcome. I don't you know if you realize this. You're welcome to dance here, okay? So, you can move, you can groove. Here we go. Here we go. Live it up. I want to have you near me.
1: I want to have you hear me say
0: yeah. Oh, I want you more than I need you. You're the meaning you're, You're, the the inspiration. Inspiration. You're, You're, You're the inspiration, bring feeling to my life. You're the inspiration, gonna love somebody <laughs> the end <laughs> of time. Yeah, be baby, 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 oh, baby, 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 oh, baby, 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 baby oh, thought you'd always be mine. Your, your fins, fins you don't get, don't get too far. Legs are, are required for jumping, running, dancing, dancing, strolling in around on the, what's
1: that word again? again.
0: Oh, street. <laughs> up where they walk, or up, or where, they walk, or up or where they run, up where they stay all day in, in the sun. In whoop. Wish, wish I, I could, could be, be part of that world. Yeah, I I really, 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 really like, like you. And I Not you, I want you to want me. Me, me too. too. I really really, 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 really like you. And
1: I and want I you. Do you. Do you want, want me? me?
0: Do you want me, me too? Oh, did, did I, I say, say too, too much? much? I'm so in my head. <laughs> in, in my head. Yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I C- CA. Come on, everybody. I am Come on. They have everything, everything for a man, man to enjoy. enjoy. You can, can hang out, out with all, all the, boys. the boys. Say it. YMCA. Understand? Say at the YMCA. Woo! <laughs> 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 All right, you've, you've seen the competition, you've seen, no, you get your own set of songs, and here you go. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, tell me what it to me, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, pick
1: Suck me- it <laughs> to me, make- suck to
0: me, to me, take me, I'd rather stay awake when I must sleep. Everything is never as it seems. Bye. bye 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 <laughs> bye bye bye-bye. bye well, we can't fly. bye 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 bye
1: bye 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 bye
0: bye 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 Really I just want to tell time you that I've had enough it
1: might, might sound might crazy, but it ain't no lie Baby, baby, bye, baby bye, bye, bye,
0: bye Woo! Ooh, I can't do that either Oh, oh here, here we, we go. go Nice like the break of dawn Go, let it go Perfect girl is gone Here I stand the light of, of day, day yeah, and I can, I can, can stand <laughs> it never, never bothered me anybody. anyway. Uh, uh, it's time oh to guys. come together it's up to view to you. to you. what's your pleasure, everyone around, around the, world. the world. Come, come on. on! Oh, now we're ready. Yahoo! It's a celebration. Celebrate Yahoo! Celebrate good times. Come on. It's a celebration. Celebrate good times. Come on. Let's celebrate. There's a party going on. Alright, so now it's up to you, judges, by your round of applause and noise. Team number one. Team number two. Wow! Team number two. All right. So you guys just get to choose. Would you rather have the mug or would you rather have the g- gift card? Mug, mug, mug or gift, gift card? card? Gift card. Oh, now you two the have to. That's gonna kill me now. <laughs> yeah. all, right. all right. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a tremendous example of investing for all of us. That's some great entertainment. Thank you so much. Okay, so if we're going to live out the principle of awesome, one of the things that we have to begin to do is we have to look to invest in others each day. Here's what this means. This doesn't mean that every single day you have to invest in others. What this means is that every single day you're simply looking around. Every day you're paying attention to what's happening around you. It's an intentional decision to open my eyes, open your eyes to our community and our world and to situations and individuals that we see it doesn't mean we only have to help people that are in like desperate, difficult situations. Sometimes what it means is we see someone or something that we said, there's amazing potential right there. And then we invest in that and we use our dollars or we use our time or we use our talents and we help move that thing forward. In fact, that's what we've been doing as a church. We've challenged our leadership and we've challenged each other to begin to say, okay, what's going on in our community? What are the ways that we can invest in the individuals and the organizations that are right here? Who can we partner with? To begin to transform lives and families. So we've been considering that and looking around and seeing what we could do. And God, what do we have as a church that we can begin to invest in others? And as we begin to look around, what that does is it moves us to the second part of the principle of being awesome. And that is this, is that we need to initiate action as God guides us. When we begin to realize what God has given us and the resources that we have, and we begin to see the needs, then we have to step forward and respond. So as a church, we've got an empty field behind our building. I don't know if you've seen it. We had some big dreams at one point, and we still talk about someday putting a new worship center back there. Right now, it hasn't happened. So let's use it for ministry. So what we've started to do over the summer was we started to improve that field. We've improved the drainage. We've put some new grass seed and new fertilizer down. and the next week or so, we're going to have a brand new fence going up. We started talking to the Boys and Girls Club and Snow King, and we have said, listen, we've got a field. You've, you need practices for your teams. Our field's available to you. So now Snow King is getting excited about it and they're talking to their coaches and they're saying, listen, if you need a, if you need a field, here's one for you. Snow King's going to use it for their T-ball and their flag football and their soccer in the spring. All these families have the potential to be on our property and begin using it. Snow King dropped by this last week and they wanted to look at the field and they're like, hey, you guys have a gym? And we're like, yeah, we do. So they came in, they looked at their gym. This fall, we're going to be the gym for all of the kindergarten league for Snow King. That means there's going to be six games every Saturday in our gym, which two different teams. That's 12 different teams. All those families will be coming into our gym. We're going to use the balcony. We'll put up banners. It's an opportunity for us to be investing in these families. The clubs are already doing this. The families are already doing this. We're just stepping in and investing in a way by providing our resources, by providing our facilities. The hope is that someday these families, they start thinking, well, maybe we should go to church. Is there something we should be doing spiritually as a family? Where should we go? Well, there's that one church where we played soccer and we went to basketball. It can't be all that bad of a place. We'll put up some banners and we'll put up some signs and let them know about what's going on here, opportunities where they can plug in. But we looked around and we began to say, you know what, this is a way we can invest in families. So we decided to take some action on it. We challenged our staff. We said, listen, what's going on that you want to be a part of? One of the ladies, one of our staff members said, you know what, there's this place at the mall and there's a few little places around where, where moms are trying to look for opportunities for their kids to get out of the house on a rainy day. If you've ever been to the Alderwood Mall by the Mariners team store, there's that big area, that like kind of play area. That thing is crowded, crazy. People are looking for this. So what we've done is we're going to start investing in some toys. We're going to get some mats and some slides and some rolly carts and different things like that. We're going to load them up in the gym and a couple of days each week we're going to open it up. And if it's working great, we'll start opening it up every day. And then it'll give kids and their parents a place to go when it's raining outside. Because who wants to stay inside with a kid when it's raining? (laughs) Good night, right? Like, please, let them run. So now parents can bring their kids. Also, in our community, there's very few places for young, upcoming musicians and bands to have a place to perform. And if you're a young musician, there's almost no place because the clubs, you all got to be 21 to get in or whatever. So what we're going to do is we're going to create some open mic nights, try to have them once a month where bands can come in and they can promote, promote themselves and get their followers or whatever to show up a place to perform and kind of display their talent. Demonstrate, hey, but maybe church isn't all that horrible of a place. They're letting me demonstrate what God has equipped me with. But it means us investing. That's a little scary. To say, hey, we're going to let the community come in. But it's the space that we've got, and so we're going to invest in our community. It's our treasure. It's our resource. It's our talent. In the book of Proverbs, it kind of challenges us this way. It says this. It says, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor now, don't say, come back tomorrow, and then I'll help you. Right now is the time we respond. We have the resources. We have the ideas. There's no reason it doesn't make sense at all to wait till tomorrow or next year or whatever. We're going to do awesome right now. And here's what we've discovered. As a church, as individuals, when we look to invest, when we initiate action, when God guides us to something and we jump in, then we get to celebrate. Because as we do that, then we can focus the attention towards God. To say, you know what? God did this. God was a part of this. God made this happen. A lot of you know that over the last two years, we've hosted the Linwood City Christmas tree lighting. Linwood Christmas, Linwood does not have a Christmas tree lighting until now. They used to do it, and now we do it. So we're planning our third year. And the first two years, it's been so amazing. God has blessed it in so many ways. Tons of families have started showing up. Families are anticipating showing up. We invite local schools. We used to invite. Now we've got schools saying, hey, can we come back? We have vendors show up and now we've got vendors that are so excited about it. The vendors are saying, "Hey, can we come be a part again?" Last year we had a donut truck. They're coming back. Last year Chick-fil-A was here. They had a booth. They're going to be back. We got a grilled cheese truck showing up. <laughs> what in the world? Holy cow. In fact, Chick-fil-A is so excited about it. When I called them and said, hey, we're doing this thing, this is what they said. They said, listen, this is awesome. We want to be a part of it. For the one to two weeks leading up to it, we're still in a negotiation on that, all of the tray liners and all of the bags that they hand out through the drive-thru will have an advertisement on them about the Linwood Christmas tree lighting that's happening right here. Uh, that's God. We also started talking to a pizza company about some stuff. And the pizza company said, hey, this is amazing. How can we be a part of it? In fact, we'd like to put flyers on our pizza boxes for the weeks leading up to it, telling people about your event. Uh, again, that's God. I just don't don't, don't be offended by this. I'm not smart enough to think of that. Okay, so don't run out leaving like, he's not smart enough to think of that. You might have all been like, we should have been doing it. That's God. Our plan is to have 700 people here this winter on the, for the Christmas tree lighting. Uh, we've rented a Ferris wheel, just saying. Just that adults can ride on. All right? So that this is God investing back in us because we've decided to take the resources that we've had, invest them in our community. And when you and I begin to do that, what makes the, the principle of awesome so great is that when we invest, what happens then is that we can anticipate God investing back in us. God never fails. He always comes through. Even when we're trying to make plans, God's like, oh, that's a good plan. I can do that. I can do better than that. Because he promises, if you will serve you'll be awesome. I'll do awesome things in your life. If you bless and invest in others, he's like, I'll bless you. Which is why the last thing I want to tell you about that we're going to do is so cool. So amazing. Our board started saying, Hey, we got all these apartments that are going up around us. What are we going to do? How are we going to serve these families? So we started to say, well, what, what can we do as a family's moving in? How could we invest in them? How can we, how could we give back? Not expecting anything from them, just invest. So our de- our idea is this, On Saturdays, we're going to start to send teams of people into these apartment complexes and just start walking around looking for families that are moving in. It'll be obvious. They'll be the ones with the trucks (laughs) taking things out of them, right? We'll be like, oh, hey, look, they're moving in. Then we'll approach them and we'll say something like this. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. We live in the neighborhood as well. Welcome to the community. I remember the day when I was moving in and the last thing that I was thinking about was dinner. So our thought is this. Our church has given us some money. We'd like to buy you dinner tonight. We're going to buy you a pizza. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You guys just take care of the move. We'll order it for you. You tell us what you want. We'll go over here to Garlic Gems. We'll place the order. You tell us what time it'll be here, and the pizza will be delivered, and you guys don't have to stress about it anymore. Put a little, we've talked to Garlic Gems. We'll put a little flyer on top that tells them about Silver Creek if they want to know about it. But we'll basically just say, here you go. And here's how I know God is walking through this with us. We went over and started talking to Garlic Gems about the idea. And they're like, we love your idea. They said, actually, we like your, so, your idea so much, we'll just give you a free pizza every time you talk to these people. They're like, we'll, give you, we'll, just, we'll just kick in a medium pizza. And then we thought, well, families need more than a medium. <laughs> My family needs more than a medium. So basically, we we're negotiating with them, saying, okay, you give us the medium. How can we pay to make, actually make it an extra large? We're negotiating all that stuff to figure it out. But Garlic Jim's is like, let's do this thing. And our hope... We're tra- We're going to create this team. We're trying to do it once a month. If we have enough people, we'll do it once a week. But we'll be investing in families, serving them, blessing them, saying, hey, how can we meet a very practical need? And providing something that they hadn't thought about necessarily and just saying, hey, welcome to the community. We love you. And a part of that process, maybe they become familiar with Silver Creek. Maybe they don't. Maybe we just get to bless on them. And maybe someday they're like, oh, yeah, churches aren't horrible. Another thing we're doing, Elizabeth mentioned it earlier, we're modifying the way we do fusion a little bit. In the past, we used to have these big events on Friday night. We do the pumpkin patch or we do Seahawks things or whatever. And and what we're going to do is this year, we're going to combine the two. We're going to do the pumpkin patch on Sunday morning. So there's going to be a big thing out front with corn stalks and uh, hay bales and pumpkins. And kids will come. They can pick up their favorite pumpkin. They can do a photo booth. Then they can come in and be a part of fusion. It'll all happen at the same time. It's going to be an amazing way to connect what kids are looking for. Families are looking for opportunities to do stuff. Bring it all together. Here's the deal. More than anything, my hope today is that you leave saying, let's do awesome. And let's live out the principle of being awesome. Which means we look to invest in others knowing that God will invest back in us. And I'm convinced that as a church, God has some awesome things for us to be ready to do. And when you and I decide to be awesome, it takes a couple things. First of all, it takes action right? We have to decide. The other thing it takes to be awesome is you have to have a little bit of attitude and you have to have a little bit of swagger. <laughs> so we want to help you out with that because sometimes we need some help. So today, here's what we're going to do. To help you with your attitude and your swagger, we're going to give all of you some let's do awesome sunglasses because <laughs> God is gearing us up to do some great things, more than we've ever dreamed, more than we didn't even think about. And if we're going to do awesome, we got to look awesome, so I hope you plan to, plan to join us for that. Um, each week, we put these connect cards in your, in your program. And, and the goal is for you just to begin to think through, okay, what am I doing with this? We've had a lot of fun. We've been silly. But what is God saying to you about how you can respond? Determine for yourself, what are my next steps? As you think about this idea of the, the principle of being awesome, obviously, it's so much deeper than just silliness. It's about choosing to invest. The resources that you have, the time that you have, investing. Knowing that God will invest back, and then that makes for an awesome life. So for you, what is it? Maybe, maybe this whole idea about the fusion launch and pumpkin patch, maybe you want to jump in and be a part of that. Help us plan it, help us set it up. You want to be a part of the event, help clean up. It's not on here. Maybe you're like, you know what, I want to be a part of that pizza thing. Write that on there. If there's something you've heard about this morning that you want to plug into... Whatever it is, and we just put it on there, whether it's helping with the gym setup for the playland, whatever it is. If there's something this morning that God was like, you're supposed to help with that, but just write it down there near the prayer request thing, and we'll get in contact with you. Maybe this morning you just need to begin to commit to finding a connect group. We're going to roll those out next week. A great way for you to invest in others to be a part of those connect groups and invest in the lives of the people that are a part of that. Also, I would challenge you, start praying for who it is that you're going to invite to Fusion. Man, it's an incredible place for families to get plugged in to a church, for individuals to step into an environment that's not very threatening. But you and I have to invite. And maybe lastly, your next step is just to embrace and live by the principle of being awesome and respond to whatever it is that God is calling you to do. During this last song, some ushers are going to move through the room and they're going to pass buckets before that happens. Would you pray with me? God, thank you so much for this morning. Thank you for all the fun that we could have and the fact that you allow us to come together and to celebrate all that you've done. God, we're so excited about the ways that you've worked in the past through Silver Creek and all that you're going to do in the days to come. God, would you give us a motivation and desire and a willingness to say, let's do awesome and then respond. And not just sit back, but, but move as you lead us. Thank you so much for this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. In just a moment. Oh, yeah. I told you, awesome.